Love Tribe. Welcome to Heart Blend Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I help others love and discover themselves to reach their highest potential. If you're returning, then welcome back. And today I'm so excited to get into this episode. And we're really just going to have a nice, candid discussion by myself while you listen <laughs> about dating in today's era. So I'm just going to cover everything from my observation of how things have gone, what I think the issues are, and the disconnections, and just overall what I feel about dating today. And doesn't make anything that I say right. Maybe you'll resonate with it, maybe you won't. It doesn't really matter, but I just thought it was important to really discuss this as a millennial of just what is happening right now. I have a few theories about what I think and just figure out what the heck is going on. So let's get into this. Okay, so dating in 2020s. Oh, bonus with a pandemic. (laughs) I don't really know what to tell you about, you know, going in full throttle on dating during a pandemic because that's just not... I'm not in that space right now. For me, I feel like when it comes to dating in a pandemic, it has its pros and cons. So the pros to me, I think that lately people are dating just to date. They're just dating just to escape. They're utilizing relationships or meeting other people or hooking up with other people as this escape, as people are just these objects or experiences to them. And with there being this pandemic where now you can't meet up as frequently, there's just not this open invitation to just hook up with whoever you meet. There has to be that boundary that's there. And I think that's extremely important. In my opinion, I felt like we were becoming really careless with our bodies, with our energy, with everything we were giving ourselves towards in these pseudo relationships. And now that we have this pandemic, you know, it's like, you know, I better like you before I meet up with you now. Like, I better really feel something there before I invest into this further. And I think that's what we've been missing. So for me, I think there's a pro in that being that it's a pandemic and maybe you'll value your relationships a little bit more. And of course, the con is that it's like, ooh, um... I can't really see you like that, or maybe I can, but, you know, there's just always that question of, am I going to get a virus, or have you had the virus, have you not had the virus, and you don't want to bring it home to people that you live with, you don't want to get sick, you just want to stay away from that altogether, so then it's like, well, now what? So all you can really focus on is emotionally bonding, and for many, that's really important, but sometimes you want to in fact once you build that emotional bond and emotional intimacy you're going to want to see more physically right and it's tough because we maybe they're far away maybe they're at a distance and you can't just hop on a plane or jump in the car as easily as it used to be but we will get through this and i think that things will level out eventually But in the meantime, I still don't think that you should push love away just because it's a pandemic. You know, I just don't think you should try to control the outcome based on what you think it's supposed to be. So that's my little tidbit on pandemic dating. (laughs) 
And then in general, like, okay, let's, let's really get into this. Like what's going on? What's really happening? We're doing way too much and way too little all at the same time. We are focusing so heavily on how do I feel when I'm with this person? Can I trust this person? Is this person really for me? Is this person going to hurt me again? I don't want to deal with it, so I'm going to stay single. Oh, look at what somebody else posted on social media. They look so happy. Hashtag relationship goals. Okay, let me try this dating app thing. Okay, I really like this person. Oh, swipe right. Oh, they disappeared. Oh, swipe right. Oh, the conversation's bad. Oh, swipe right. Conversation's good. Things are going well. I think I like this person. Where do they go two weeks later? Or, oh, I think I like this person. Oops, no, I don't like this person. Peace out. There's 500 other people waiting for me. It's a mess. It's an absolute mess. And there's a lot of comparison and there's too many options. Whenever we're presented with too many options in general as human beings or any beings, we become extremely confused. It creates a level of confusion because now you stay in this place of wondering what if. What if there is someone greater than this? And what we have to really sit with is not looking for someone that's better than this or better than that or whatever. We have to look at what is best for us. What is best for us and where we are in our lives right now. What is the best decision for us, for our personality, for our need to grow as a person, for our emotional security, for our physical security? What is best for me? Who am I? What do I value? What are my boundaries? What's important to me? What makes me feel excited to be around someone? If we go based on our own guidelines, not, is there someone that looks better than this person? Uh, well, they have this little thing wrong with them, but I'm sure there's somebody better than this. We'll never get anywhere because it's constantly thinking that the grass is greener on the other side and that illusion will always be there. So you're setting yourself up for failure. You're not seeking connection. You're seeking validation. You're seeking perfection. You're seeking something that's outside of yourself. But if you focus on what is really important to you and who you are as a person and what matters to you, what matters to you doesn't matter to everyone else. We all don't value the same thing. We all don't want the same thing. So you can't compare another person's outcome to your solutions, to your process in life. We all have different outcomes that works for us. That's what makes a person the right person or the right match for us. And then also, we have a person that's the right person for us at this moment. But we continue to evolve. We continue to grow. We continue to progress and change over time. And so you also have to see is this person in alignment with my future? Is this person in alignment with the vision I set for myself? Do I see a dead end with this person? Do I know what I have going on for myself or where I'm projected to go? Does this person match that going towards that? 
are they in alignment with me? And if not, then that's also not a match. So if you decide to just go based on that and follow that inner compass for yourself, that's going to lead you down the right path. But on a surface level, I get it. You know, I watched this TikTok video the other day and it was hilarious. Well, there's actually this little trend going on where it'll show kind of like the text responses. So one was like, when you're ugly, but (laughs) when you're ugly, but you want to date, and it'll start off with like, this is from a guy, I guess, sending the message. And he's like, hey, beautiful. And then the other response is from the girl. And she's like, hi. (laughs) And then it's like, what you doing? Working. Well, what you doing this weekend? Working. Want to go out sometime? No response. And then hey, how are you? Hey, good. Like, it's just very (laughs) short. And then the other one was like from a girl and she's like, the guy says, hey, beautiful. Hey, what's up? How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm good. What's going on? So what are you looking for? Um, I'm looking for a relationship block. And the guy just disappears. Or he says, hey, I would like to get to know you. And she goes, sure. What'd you like to know? What color panties do you have on? Block. Like, it's like, oh my gosh. Why is this across the board? Why are people in all different areas seeing the same messages? That's what's so bizarre to me is that you have so many different people, but yet they all start to say the same thing. How is that possible? totally not related, but everyone's starting their greeting the same way. It's just, as you can see, that means that it's mindless. That means that there's literally no intention behind it. You're not even present. Everything has become autopilot. So with that, I like to see how a person greets me. The hi, beautifuls, the hey, sweethearts, the hey, gorgeous. Oh, that is, that's nice. Thank you for the compliment. I appreciate it. But I have a higher regard for the men that can address me by my name because then I know that they put in thought. You can type hi, beautiful, copy and paste like 30 times. What is the point? You're not even seeking connection at that point. You know what I mean? And that's where a lot of this is going And I know girls do it too, but I'm not on that side of it. I don't know what the men are receiving. All I know is from what I've seen, from my perspective. And it's like, come on, come on. (laughs) But I think if you can move through all that noise, if you can move through all of the distractions and the fluctuations and the comparisons, and you just tune into yourself, You just show up for yourself. You're authentic to who you are and you're standing true and firm with your soul and your being that that right person will make its way to you. I firmly believe that. But if you're trying to stay within the status quo and follow along with the trends of what everyone else is doing, you're going to get the trends of dating. You're going to get the trend like conversations. You're going to get the very surface bare minimum. And I think that's one of the biggest issues, especially with using these dating apps. We're overwhelmed with options. 
and it makes people disposable. And we don't appreciate anything we don't invest in. And so if you have someone that maybe turns you off for like a second, it's like, oh, nope, next. When you didn't even take the time to put in any effort to persevere, to get to know that person behind the veil, to keep going and just to see, is this really right for me? Of course, if they're sending out strong red flags, then next, of course. But sometimes it takes a minute to really get to that heart and soul of a person, to get past that ego, to get past those walls, and to see them for who they really are. You're never going to get there if you're constantly thinking, "Um, well, I just have like 20 other people that's in my queue. Let me just go over here really quickly. It's never, you're never going to get that connection. And we're in this mode of instant gratification. And it's becoming so overdone with the social media. Everything's quick, instant gratification constantly. But when you take your time with something and you put in effort and you put in time and you invest, that's what builds the bonds. That's what builds the connections. So you cannot treat relationships like a microwave instant pot relationship and expect for it to be real expect for it to have real connection. There's a lot of people that are just dating or hooking up or just meeting people out of the sake of pure boredom. They have no real intention of connecting. They want to see if they're still accepted by others. They want to gauge where they are in their life to see if they are validated in some way. It's all about them. They're not in a place to really connect and to share themselves with another person. So I think that's one of the biggest things. And I want to take a quick break and we'll be right back after this brief message. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome back. And we are getting into the next portions of dating in this era. So I covered a little bit about, you know, dating apps and how we have too many options and also dating in this pandemic and all of that. But the next thing is the fact that going below that surface, many of us are traumatized. We are traumatized in relationships. And No one knows how to heal from that properly. People are traumatized from their childhood. They're traumatized from either their parents or experiences as a child. Maybe they've been through emotional, physical, sexual abuse. Traumatized from terrible heartbreak of previous relationships. There's just so much. And I think that is one of our biggest hurdles because when we're younger, may not have the best discernment. Let's be honest. That's what got us in this place to begin with. But it seems so much easier to just get into relationships. 
But after you go through a lot of those traumatic experiences, you feel like you're not going to be able to date again. You're afraid of going through that traumatic pain again. But the truth is, is that you've grown as a person, hopefully, and that you would never be able to really experience that same energy again if you've evolved because you're not in that same place you were before. You've learned so much since then. And it's scary for them to get past that in relationships. You see, when it comes to success and money and putting in effort for productivity and accomplishments, that's easy. That's so much easier, especially if you had a supportive you know, background. It can be difficult for those that didn't have that support, but it's still something that can be easily overcome. But when it comes to relationships, if you've dealt with that emotional trauma, relational trauma, it's tough for the brain to undo that. And it requires a lot of self-development, a lot of healing, a lot of facing yourself, and a lot of emotional work. And a lot of people don't want to do that. They want to project themselves onto others and recognize the flags in other people, but they don't want to see it in themselves because it feels uncomfortable. And they'd rather just distract themselves and escape, escape with hookups and mindless relationships and sex and drinking and going out to the club and partying and all of this stuff that people are making normal. It may be normal, but it's not healthy. And then you keep going on this path and then that leads you into being in this realm of attracting those low vibrational relationships with other people and wondering why you keep finding yourselves in these traumatic, toxic relationships. You have to do the work. And that's something that most people are not going to do. It's so much easier to pinpoint it and see it in another person than to acknowledge it for yourself and want to be better. I watched this video of this girl and she's like, you know, I was talking to someone. She said that, you know, why aren't you in a relationship? She's like, really? Do you really want to be in a relationship? You really want to deal with, you know, seeing the guy you're with like other pictures of other girls or wondering if somebody else is talking to him or wondering if he's really going to be there for you or wondering this and that. You really want to deal with that? I'm good. I'm happy with where I'm at. I'm comfortable in my own environment. I don't want to deal with that. I sleep good at night. And it's like, you know, at first I laughed and I'm like, exactly like who wants to put up with that mess? But then I thought about it and it's like, but wait, that's not the solution, though, because at the end of the day, relationships are meant to help us grow and relationships enrich our lives. Relationships are powerful and they are important. Yes, the relationship with yourself is the most important because you're with yourself 24-7 and how you relate to yourself is how you relate to others, but to cut yourself off from not wanting to be in those uncomfortable possible situations and relationships shows lack of growth, shows lack of desire to grow. Why not focus on building better relationship skills? 
Why not focus on having better discernment? Why not focus on healing whatever those emotional issues you have within yourself? Because the thing is, you can coast pretty well when you're alone because you don't have someone telling you or reflecting back in you the issues that are underlying that you may not be aware of. So it's easy to hide from that when you're alone. But does it mean that you're healing? Maybe, maybe not. You have to be the judge of that. So I say that to say that it's like we have two different options and we're not seeing the third option that is the right option. Either one, oh, just keep staying in this hamster wheel of toxicity, this negative energy and blame it on the other person and that they're crazy and they're this and they're that and I don't know why I keep attracting this. Or B, I'm just going to stay single because dating is trash, relationships suck, I'm not good at it, I don't want to do this, I'm just going to stay single. Those two options are both wrong. Because at the end of the day, what you're saying is that you don't value relationships. And that's my next point. Why? Dating and relationships in this era is actually really bad and unhealthy is because we don't value relationships anymore. We have put so much value on success and money and wealth and technology that we're forgetting how to be able to build proper, healthy relationships with one another, to be able to grow and to be able to, let me tell you something, there is nothing more valuable than a healthy, valuable relationship. One that is not here to try to control you and intimidate you and put you down. One that uplifts you, one that supports you, one that encourages you, one that puts you in the right positions for better opportunities, one that helps you to see your blind spots, one that says, pick your head up and put your crown back on. There is nothing more valuable than that. Nothing. But we can't see that. If we're constantly thinking that we should just be by ourselves or I don't want to do this because it's scary, walk through the fear, walk through the fire and see who you can be on the other side. And by all means, if you're not ready for that relationship with just another person, as far as romantically, continue to build healthy relationships with just people in general. Build healthy relationships with friends, strengthen the bonds that you already have, work on your communication skills, work on setting proper intentions, work on being kind, work on not taking things personally from other people, work on reducing that amount of criticism and just being flat out rude to one another. That's still a goal. That's real relationship goals. Still practice that. Make it a point to get better at relating to others. I've noticed a lot of people that will utilize the, well, I'm an introvert, so I'm just, I don't want to talk to people. I'm an introvert and that's how I am. I don't have to be this and that. I don't owe you anything. I don't blah, 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 all this, whatever. That's nonsense. One, being an introvert does 
not make you a bad communicator. Being a bad communicator makes you a bad communicator. And the problem is, is that those that have bad communication skills, they just didn't have the proper environment to support having strong communication. Not everyone is a good communicator. It took me time to be able to properly communicate. And it takes having that level of understanding and empathy and respect for the other person in order to get there. But don't stop yourself from developing in that direction. Learn more about how to communicate properly because communication is key in all areas of your life. With success, with relationships and love, with yourself, everything. Being an introvert just means that you get overwhelmed by a lot of external energy and you just need time to recharge alone. Your energy comes from within. That's all that it means. It does not mean that, oh, I just don't like people or I'm a bad communicator or maybe I just don't want to talk. I don't feel like talking. You don't have to feel like talking all the time. You don't have to be this exuberant extrovert. Hey, everybody, blah, blah. Because let's be honest, there's a lot of extroverts that are terrible communicators. But what I'm saying is we should value communication. We should value relationships a lot more. Because relationships is what builds our humanity. And we've got to put that importance back into it. If you have children, work with your children. Help them to communicate how they're feeling better. Teach them to speak kindly to one another and to themselves. Speak kindly to them. They are literal parrots. The disconnect between... Men and women is absurd. And the reason for that is because of the lack of true knowledge about women. Women don't even know who they are. They don't even know how they are supposed to operate nowadays. And I'm not even focused on being more feminine or masculine or anything like that, but just the pure female body. We're so uneducated and ignorant to our truth where we're told, oh, you have syndromes and you have this and that and this is wrong with you and you're overly emotional. You're this and that. If you actually understood the true nature of how women are actually designed, there's absolutely nothing wrong with you. And I will definitely cover this whole topic is a whole nother topic. But my point is, is that even with men, the true design of what a man represents is powerful. And we've lost that. We've lost what makes each sex powerful. What makes a man powerful? What makes a woman powerful? And we negate it and we disrespect it and we diminish it. And then we just don't have any appreciation for it whatsoever. And it just becomes this, what can you do for me? What can you do for me? But what can you do for me? type of energy. No one is caring about connection and bonding and building and learning and sharing. I don't think they ever have. So that's my next point is understanding one another. But before you go out on a limb to try to understand people, we've got to understand ourselves. Because once you take the time to understand who you are, You'll be able to see those traits 
and see those behaviors and thought patterns and emotions in other people. And then you already know where it's coming from. You can build a bond better. And anything that is not resonating with you that you see in other people, then it sparks curiosity. It's like, well, I don't think like that. Let me learn from another perspective. Tell me how you think. Not, oh, you think like that? That doesn't agree with me. You're wrong. You're unworthy. You're bad in my eyes. How do we get to such a judgmental space? We're lacking that understanding and compassion for ourselves so much that all we can do with it is just project it onto others. And that's getting us absolutely nowhere. But what's the solution? The solution to everything at the end of the day is self-love and to not focus on trying to get things out of one another because you feel like something's missing. When you fulfill yourself, when you are responsible for yourself, when you acknowledge yourself and you see what you really want and need and you give that to yourself, you take off those expectations onto other people and then you focus on just valuing them. You feel their value. You feel the benefit of being around their energy just because, because you know yourself and you know what you need, you know what you're lacking and you know what you can give and what you can share. And they don't have to do anything for you, but just by being around them and their natural energy is enough. Rather, it's them being wealthy Being around that energy, that mindset, that valuable mindset, maybe that's something that we weren't raised with. And being around that to know how that looks, how that functions, and the outcome that it brings, that's valuable. Maybe it's being around that positive, kind energy. There's so much drama and negative emotions and energy out in the world to get a break from that is a true godsend there's so much that we can value about one another why do we have to look at it as what can I get out of you what can you do for me dance monkey dance gotta stop this seriously So with that being said, I think this is a good opportunity during this lockdown or pandemic or whatever space we're in right now. One, don't fall into the illusion of what we think we're feeling, what we think we're seeing, but become a little more creative with getting your needs met. Two, take this time to really focus on yourself, work on yourself, heal those insecurities Heal whatever it is that is blocking you from the relationships that you're seeking. Stop trying to go through other people to figure out what you really want in life. Just learn who you are. Value that. Embrace that. Accept that. Just own it. Own your own natural design of who you are because there's no one like you. The more you own that the more you become who you really are, the more unique you realize you are, and the easier it becomes to attract the right match. But if you're trying to copy and paste everybody else, it's going to be utterly impossible to really find who's really meant for you. And also, 
put in effort. If you want a relationship to work, if you want to be with someone, put in the work. Show up. Be honest. Be authentic. Communicate. Have respect for one another. Value one another. Don't waste each other's time. If you don't see that it's going anywhere, if you know that it's not going to really be anything more than what it is, let it go. Set each other free so that both people can receive the best for them. Don't be selfish because you feel like maybe you're going to miss out or you're going to be alone and you don't want to deal with that feeling. Release. The contract that we've had in each other's lives so far has ended to this point. That's why it's not going anywhere. And it is selfish to try to keep that person around just because. Let them go. And with that being said, what is this about the whole situationship, the limbo relationships? We have got to stop this. Either we're in a relationship or we're not. Too many of us get into this trying to build towards the commitment and then we just never get to the commitment and then we just stay stuck in this space and then we just we're like you know what I like you enough to to engage with you to spend time with you but I'm too fearful enough to cross over that bridge to really committing like uh, I don't know and really what it is is like you're a placeholder for each other like I don't want to be completely alone but then I don't want to miss out on meeting another person but then at the same time I mean you're cool but you're just not enough for you know what I really want but then this is fulfilling my needs and desires for this moment in time no be intentional about your relationships about your commitments again we're not trying to jump into commitment right away as soon as we meet someone it takes time to build that but you do have to set that intention to get there and then cross over that bridge and then continue to grow past the first levels of commitment we don't even want to say boyfriend and girlfriend anymore it's like uh, it's a uh, um complicated it's uh well it, it's just somebody i'm seeing oh i'm just talking to them right now we're still talking it's been like three months six months people get married in like a few months nowadays <laughs> we're all over the map right now we're just totally out of whack but my point is we got to take fear out of the equation. I get that fear is going to come up, but you got to still keep moving past it and be intentional with the people that you're with. If you love them, if you want to be with them, if you know that this is where it's going to go, it's going to go in a future direction with your life, then let's put that commitment on it and let's move forward. If it's not, let it go. But staying in the situationship for more than three months, six months, nine months, now we could have had a whole child, a year. What? Oh, no, no, no. That's just fear at that point. That's fear and lack of progression. And it shows hesitation. And if there's fear in the relationship, then there's a lack of love in some areas. And also communicate what are we? I don't know why that is such a hard conversation. Are you my boyfriend? Am I your girlfriend? People don't even ask anymore. What happened to the, will you go out with me? Will you be my girlfriend? So what are we doing? We have just lost 
all the rules, all the standards. And you see, now it would be one thing that if we lost the rules and the standards and things were better, but they're not. We are a mess. <laughs> we are a mess. Relationships are not going well at all. So we've got to bring some of the back to basics back to basics, right? So yeah, that's definitely, we had to touch on that. Situationships are definitely a thing and it's not working anymore. Stop being afraid to be alone and stop being afraid that you're going to miss out. Be by yourself, work on yourself, better yourself and go after what you want. You should be excited and passionate about who you're with. You should never want a placeholder or you should not want to be a placeholder. You should not accept being a placeholder. A placeholder is empty. It's like having a bunch of frames in your house with those cheap little black and white fake photos of fake relationships in the frames. You don't even know these people. Those people in the pictures don't even know each other. They're random models. Put a real picture in the real frame that means something to your life and continue on with your journey. It's really not that serious. It's serious, but it's not that serious. You know what I mean? Like, just go after what you want. When you do that, you're not putting any boundaries on the relationship. There's no definition. There's no structure. There's nothing. And it leaves it open to being destroyed. It leaves it open to being weak and tainted. And that's not the relationship we should want moving forward. And the next thing, start with a comparison for sure on social media. People post a lot about their relationship, like, oh, me and babe, oh, I love you, oh my gosh, you're the best, oh my gosh, I love this man forever, ah. I love this woman, she's my queen, oh my gosh, please, people, let's analyze this for a moment. Number one, if you're enjoying that energy of that person, why do you have enough space and distraction and pull away from the moment to even want to grab your phone, to type in your password or to hold your thumbprint on it, to click on the app, to pull up the camera and to record the moment. Are you that disconnected from your partner that you feel you can do that? If there's someone that I'm just in awe with, I'm just completely madly in love with them. I want to soak up every lasting moment. And I have not a a minute that separates me from them when I'm in their presence. It's like, unless you're married with a kid and you're taking your Christmas photos, people break up all the time. Why would you want anybody in your business? Do you know how nosy people are? People don't care that you're really in a relationship. Do you think they really care? They don't. It doesn't benefit them in any way. They don't receive any value from seeing another person in a relationship. But to compare themselves to it and say, oh, I wish I had that. They're still not wishing the best for you. And so what is the return on investment with that? 
What are you getting out of it? Does it just make you feel like you see like I'm worthy? Like you see that I have all of these things. Like you see that I've got the relationship. Like look at me now. There's so many people that will post just for the sake of trying to make somebody jealous. I get the mindset. I get the conscious mind. The conscious mind says, I really love this person that I'm with. I'm loving this moment. I want to capture this moment and just live in this moment forever. And I've learned and I've adapted to putting my life on social media and I want to share it. I want to share it with the world because I feel so good about it. Look, this is what I have. Or I'm letting other people know that, look, I'm in a relationship. See, like back off. But on the subconscious level, it still makes no sense. It's no one's business what goes on between your relationships. And that's the other thing. We have, again, removed the value, the sacredness, the importance of the relationships. It's a relationship between you and that person. The moment you post it on social media, it's lost its sacredness now. Now the rest of the world has their little popcorn gallery in the back to be able to pick apart whatever they want. It's not about what they think, but it's like, if it's not about what they think, then why post it? Why share it? So that's my other rant. And the reason why it's frustrating is because you have people that are not in the the healthiest mindset to pursue proper relationships and just as humans in general, if we feel like we're not on the same page as our peers, we feel unworthy. We feel left out. We feel restricted. We feel like something's wrong with us. We feel like maybe I'm not doing something right. Why do they have this and I don't? And that only pushes you further away from love. That's why it's frustrating. There's my views on it doesn't mean it's you have to resonate with it. doesn't mean that it's always true. But this is just my observation. And it, it's just like, and it's just like hashtag relationship goals. For what? It's fake. Is that your goal? To have this fake relationship on social media? Why? Build a healthier relationship with yourself. And we've got so many of the filters nowadays. Nobody even knows what we look like. <laughs> We've got the filters, the lace front wigs, the makeup, the lashes, the waist snatchers, and men posting old photos of them back in the day and hat fishing. You ever heard of that? <laughs> Where he's like bald or he has like a weird shaped head. So he has hats in all of his photos. But then you see the real him after the hat. And it's like Humpty Dumpty egg. <laughs> stop it. Y'all stop. Come on. There's somebody that loves whatever qualities you have. Quit it. And whatever it is that you want to work on, just work on it. But you're setting yourself up to not connect because then you're fearful of them finding out what you really look like. So just don't post it. We're trying so hard to be perfect. And it's an illusion. It's not even actual perfection because what is perfection is what is an alignment. And what is an alignment is with you being true. 
So you're out of alignment. You're trying to be like everybody else. Of course you're not going to meet the right person. And the other thing I would say is if you're so focused on what you don't want to happen in a relationship or if you're so focused on what you want in a relationship, just this checklist, oh, they have to have this, 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 and this. You're missing out on feeling the vibe, feeling that energy, feeling the connection, and you will trick yourself into thinking that this is the right person for you because they match what you put on paper. They match what you're seeking, but that's just on the surface. And you have begun to fantasize and romanticize what you want in this partner for so long that if a person just exhibits a few of those qualities that, boom, I'm in love with them. And we don't take the time to get to know them, to build trust, to build connection, to build understanding, and to build a bond. And then we're hurting ourselves in the long run. And then we're putting ourselves in this trap of feeling unworthy, but that has nothing to do with it. We've got to take a different approach to understanding relationships. Yes, have standards, of course. Yes, you can have preferences, of course. There's nothing wrong with that. But don't utilize that as a deciding factor or an indicator if this is the right person for you. Focus on building connection. How do they treat you? Do they respect you? Focus on those healthy relationship skills I mentioned earlier this month. Are you able to set boundaries and do they respect your boundaries? Do they respect you? Because if they don't respect your boundaries, they don't respect you as a person. And if you don't have respect, if you don't have that, then you can't build trust. If you don't have trust, you don't have a relationship. This is nothing more than a fantasy. So... This is my spiel. I know it was a lot, but I feel good now just getting it all out. (laughs) And of course, if any of this resonates with you, definitely reach out to me on Instagram at I am Lindsay Christian. Let's have a talk about it. And thank you so much for tuning in. I truly enjoy talking with you all and sharing all about this. We will have more topics coming up this month, but definitely stay tuned for more and have a wonderful rest of your day.